0: Friends, enemies, frenemies, and everybody else in between. I have had sex with multiple strangers in the past two weeks, more than I've ever had probably in my lifetime in a two-week period. Now, I'm saying this as sort of an analogy because I relate pretty much my life to Uh, It's a microcosm of what's really going on in the world. And I'm just trying to do my part. I'm trying to do the things I need to do to get back to reality, right? Your reality might be going to, you know, Carl's Jr. And now you can go in there without a mask, maybe. Uh, In my life, my life uh, was thrown upside down. as As you've heard in many of these different episodes, but... I, I'm sharing this not to brag, not to um, – actually, it could be very sad if you look at it through a different lens, not my lens, but if you look at it through another lens, maybe you're saying, oh, this poor man, what's he searching for? I get that. There, Maybe I am searching for something, but aren't we all? Um, And maybe to you, it's, you're also looking at it like, man, I wish I I did live that life. And true, that could be very possible. Um, But you can, um, as long as you're not creepy, as long as you, uh, you know, wash, bathe, um, you too can have the multiple strangers, sex partners that I had in the past two weeks. So maybe the grass isn't always greener, but as far as I'm concerned, it's getting greener and greener and greener. The lawn's growing and it's healthy uh but then there's also like i said there's a a couple of you out there that are probably saying to yourself what a piece of garbage he's a whore he's a uh, uh a man with no scruples uh he just goes and 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 does problems he creates more problems than uh than really he should in his life and that could be true very much very very true because as you've heard from other podcasts i have dipped my pen in the company, Inc., not company, Inc., in society's, Inc., maybe a little too much, and, you know, things happen. But so far, so good. Knock on wood. Um, there's no uh, hang-ups. Uh, I think I selected the right individuals that I chose to be a part of my life in a very intimate setting, and, and I think what happened was the first one started off this Back to life mentality. I mean, almost to the point of I want to make this person my friend with benefits, maybe. But then the next day came, and that insatiable appetite when that person wasn't there went out and had another, another uh, situation unfold that was absolutely wonderful. I mean, every every you know some better than others. I can't say that but each one of them have their own special unique talent and i think that the anxiety of it all the the anticipation the, the the lust the satisfaction the um complimentary uh words that were thrown my way i mean i really i'm in a i'm in a great space right now i don't even know is there, is there a covid still out there because i don't i don't care because we've been living in fear for way too long and I had to get back to my basics. Hopefully you are too. Hopefully you're doing what you did before. Uh, Maybe that included that, or maybe you're still scared of things or or whatnot. But um, if now is the time to start opening up that system that is so toxic to everybody else, uh, violent in nature, if you just turn on Netflix, everything is about murder and, and whatnot, and many of the video games are about horrific situations that you wonder why there's school shootings. My, in particular, mine is a is a is a much more loving attitude, much more. Um, well, you, you have to learn how to deal with people. Each time you have sex with a different person, that is a, that is much as a much harder skill set than just maybe playing video games with your friends or or by yourself probably more more than more than not. So, I'm getting back to my basics, you know, and pretty much every minute of it I did love. I can't say really anything bad about that. And I think that if we did more of this, if we if we did fuck other other people that are strangers, maybe we wouldn't be so caught up in the minutia of is Dr. Fauci coming out with a new uh delta variant uh protocol i don't think that's really i don't think that's really on the radar anymore i think that we're now over that situation and yes uh vaccinated or not people are still getting it even if they're vaccinated who knows but they're not nothing's happened to them the, the society at large is now getting back to our roots i mean there's haitians coming over here that want to live the life of, ab- but I'm not sure. I think the Haitians probably before they're going to come here and they're going to find out that they had more sex over there than they did than they ever will here because we'll probably be a bunch of jerks to them and like we have been already. And I'm not, re- and you know who probably will be the biggest jerk of them all to these Haitians, or probably the one person is going to email me at stephenwhocaresthepodcast.com. The one person or the the multitude of people that will not want the Haitians to um, be here and not want me to have sex, that person, I think that that person is the person that tortures themselves on a daily basis and goes to Starbucks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who Cares podcast. Welcome to the Who Cares podcast, a podcast that enters your soul with your host, Stephen Moraga. Now, I'm saying all this because of the fact that it was pleasurable. And if you have the opportunity, I've never met a man that's 80 years old or elder because I always look to mentors in my life. I, I don't usually look to younger people, no offense, younger people or people my own age because my own age is a bunch of fucked up people as well. And I am younger too. So we're all, we're all been living in this society that our governmental. And people like us created, which is not a very good one, I guess, because it's not a very good quality of life. I mean, if you live here in the United States, definitely it's a better quality of life than the Haitians had, I guess. But maybe the Haitians didn't realize how nice they had it. I bet you they they had it pretty uh, pretty carefree, except for the fact that maybe clean clean water, or um, you know, maybe more. Uh, the ability to get killed easier, but those are usually individuals that play in the gray area. Now, if you live in Haiti, Haiti you would think, well, probably you would have to, right? Because what are you? Wanna, what are you going to be poor? Like, similar to Mexico, what are you going to live your life a, a poor goat herder or whatever they do in Haiti? Maybe they they, they take care of other animals or something. You're going to do that, or you're going to get into a life of. Uh, Crime or whatever you want to call it, and uh, drug dealing or whatever, and it's an exciting life. And yeah, you may die at 27 or 26, but wasn't that a great life, right? And I think that what we're doing here is we're trying to promote longevity for people that really don't uh, aren't having a good time. Are you having a good time? Would you want to live for the for the next 60 years living like you're living right now, when you're not able to congregate together in a, in a space? And you're not able to have sex with multiple strangers. No, you have to be you have to be a futurist and you have to think, well, wait a minute. When I'm 80 years old, and like I said, I've never met an 80-year-old man or an older man that has ever told me that he wished that he had less sex in his life. I don't care if the guy has AIDS. I guarantee you he probably had a great fucking time doing it. So... You have to get back to bases, Is all I am saying. You just have to get back to the basics of life, and the basics are: I like you. T- this moment, you are attractive to me. You like me, of course. Uh, looks are fleeting. Let's get this done now. your soul, and I think that the people from Starbucks that love Starbucks, that make it a routine. Or accept the actually, they're not just getting fucked because if they're getting fucked, there's many, there's many people the past two weeks that would, would agree that getting fucked is kind of nice. But when you look at it, if you're just giving money for a sip of 10 cent coffee and you're paying exorbitant amounts at prices that should not even register as a thought process in your, universe you might want to take a step back you might want to say why why am i waiting in this this line why am i waiting in this drive through that that probably could be that probably could be mm, probably destroyed we don't need we really don't need the drive through people at starbucks either because they, they 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 Weasel their way out into the plaza usually. The the, the drive throughs that Starbucks creates is not enough space for everybody else that, that has businesses around there. And I'm sure it's annoying to people. But more than that, the people inside Starbucks, you have the people on one side, these baristas that they, they're they actually kind of excited if they're under the age of 30. If you're over the age of 30 and you're a barista, you're going, what the fuck happened to my life? If you're under the age of 30, you're like, well, this is cool. I'm meeting new people. Um, I'm, you know, learning skill set. uh, maybe I'll open up my own coffee house someday. Like the big dork Howard short Schultz did, uh, who he stole that idea, you know, uh, back, back when it wasn't, he didn't call it Starbucks or anything. And he, and he stole them mermaid siren, whatever you want to call her, the logo who that logo also represents. I don't know if you want to take a look at it, go through history and take a look at what the siren represents. The siren represents people taking them to hell basically. And so that's nice. That's cool. That, um, I think that that really represents what you're actually uh, doing when you go to the establishment called Starbucks. Starbucks is to me the most absolutely, well, true representation of society at this very juncture because the fear, there is so much fear. In Starbucks, and I know this because I went and did the things that you, as a as a listener, we have the smartest listeners. I know that. I know you guys don't. Well, maybe you do once in a while go into Starbucks. I know that's okay, but you're not. one. I hope to God you're not one of these. And if you if you have a I, if you have an opinion about this, please by me and Stephen at a Podcast dot com. And that's how we got Richard, who is a loyal listener, very intelligent man, and and he's going to be talking. Uh, we interviewed him. He's going to be talking about his love of Starbucks and he makes some valid, very valid points um, and we'll see if he sway- sways me on my opinion. I'm just giving you an overview of why we started to talk about this because sex does equate to happiness and Starbucks equates to, um, I guess, happiness to like sex in the, in the moment, um, both of which are just memories. I mean – but i guess you won't get an std that lasts a lifetime from starbucks but you could from sex but besides that the benefits from having sex are far outweigh the cup of joe or java or whatever you want to call it from starbucks so i understand where is this going stephen what are we supposed to what are we supposed to take away from this well I'm telling you right now, we're having this segment. Uh, it's going to be maybe periodic, periodically, maybe each and every month. We'll have at least one episode dedicated to this. Stephen, Stephen does not understand the idiocy that so many of you partake in. And, and I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm just saying for once, I miss this addiction. I don't know what it is. I, I understand coffee is a fantastic, uh, you know, it's a fantastic beverage that's been passed down through generation upon generation from the, I don't know, whatever settlers to to Native Americans to people from obviously the uh, the uh, Chinese, uh, what is that the uh, the trade route, whatever that was, that we should know about. Um, the salt and trade and coffee bean route, refried bean route. No, there wasn't refried beans, coffee beans. So yeah, so I understand that. And the aroma of a lot of times, just like everything else, just like maybe even thinking about sex, the aroma of a coffee is usually far better than the actual taste. Isn't that ironic that it probably could hold true in both sectors, sex and coffee, but at least with sex, you know what you're getting and you get an, a feeling that is – well, everything pretty much runs on sex. It doesn't run on coffee because every man would still be living in a cave and women, there would be a lot less of them probably because men would probably be gay and they would just – because if they didn't have sex, well, yeah, there wouldn't be any – well, there wouldn't be any women because I guess according to scripture, uh, Jewish scripture – and I guess Catholicism and Christianity all believe that you know God made a man. So if there was no sex, we would probably still be living in caves. What other what other kind of world would we have if we did not have sex as a goal? It inspires. It definitely inspires. It inspires you. It also humbles you because just because there was multiple partners i'm talking multiple the past two weeks more than i mean i i it set a record for me and i am i am so happy that i want to share this with you because it's taken me out of sadness a little bit i I didn't realize that i was kind of sad before you know the covid thing and the covid thing and and then also like that, we have a bunch of idiots that are baby boomers running this country. So don't tell me the the other older generation was much smarter and better and all that. No, they're pieces of shit. They they actually put us all in this situation. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. You killed John F. Kennedy, or you didn't kill him, but your parents did. And then then uh, yeah, greatest generation, my ass. Yes, they fought brilliantly and and admirably in World War II. Then something happened. They. They, they, I don't know what they did. They molested their kids or they poisoned their kids' brains and then they became hippies and then uh, they just wanted to fuck, but they didn't want to really do – they didn't just do the fucking they, – they tried to be activists against the country that had been given uh, – had given them everything. And I understand the Vietnam War. That is ridiculous. So our government actually uh, gave them everything, then took it away. So it all goes back to that. It all goes back to that. Government, baby boomers uh they sh- they fucked up they really did they had a really nice life and then they started to get weird and start making techno- what they thought was technology and they thought it was going to be better but then you the dorks of that generation is what really what they were who nobody talked to nobody liked uh they decided to take the revenge upon us and now this is what we have we have these motherfuckers outline companies becoming the heads of companies when they never should have been and dictating a agenda that uh comes from their dork nature and then they pass that down to non-dorks you know people now are there's really no more dorks anymore but you got to understand people back when there used to be some real fucking dorks because they didn't have the internet to like um you know get some style or get some ideas or kind of learn how to assimilate. Or just shut the fuck up and just stay in their house. I mean, that could be cool, too. We don't want you part of society. These motherfuckers actually had to be... where They were forced to go to school and try to assimilate. And these, and these were legitimate dorks. Like, boogers on their jeans. I saw it. And now these are the people running all of our tech companies. Or at least the philosophy of those fucking dorks now really permeate through everything and that's why there's no ability to have a phone number now you cannot call any of these companies because you know why they don't like confrontation and i learned that the hard way when i got into tech i'm like okay well what what's going on over here i I got the information i said well let's just call them and let's go oh no we can't call them we gotta okay um well let's email and then they went once i started talking i said listen you fucking dork this is really what we're doing don't try to like punish us like we're just in we're just in the pursuit of this new venture as well. Sorry, we didn't have fifteen years of Dungeon and Dragon training. We want to understand what we need to do to curb this. No, sorry, you, well, you know what? You're deplatformed. I'm deplatformed for what? What did I do? Wait, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. You can either you can fill out this form and maybe somebody will get to you, and that's about it. That's Google, by the way. I'll even call them out right now. Yeah, they just they just took a they took away our ability to make money on AdSense at a very uh this is about three or four years ago. And from there, I mean, it's been an uphill battle ever since. And I feel that probably they're listening right now and they're probably saying, I'm not a dork. Fuck him. I'm not a dork. I, 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 do I look? I, I'm not. Yeah, you're a dork. You are. The upper echelon of that company and the idea of it, very, very grandiose and very admirable. However, you're still implementing your head-in-the-trash-can philosophies. You do not want to see other people really succeed. And you want to control them because this is kind of your way of getting back to them. When all we really want to do is have a week, a couple of weeks like I did and just make love. Make love and make money in a in a positive manner and not try to be an ultimate ruler. But they've gotten away with it because of a lot of factors. Um they are probably arms of the government, which we've we've seen. Uh, Twitter admitted to being a back channel to the U.S. government. One of they actually had uh, one of their top executives say that that actually their banning of people on platforms is an arm of because if the government is going to do it, they will use Twitter to pretty much silence you. And maybe it's only a matter of days before this podcast gets taken off. I don't know, but if you if if one of these dorks would have had you know, at least one of the one of the partners that I had this week. We actually a couple of them stayed a little too long, and that's the problem too because we really don't want to get that. And it is what it is. Let's not talk too much about our hopes and dreams and stuff. You know, like let's keep it. You know, the whole thing about having sex with different people is to keep it different. You know, and so pretty much like Google, I guess you want to keep getting different pieces of data. You know, you're not always, you know. Uh, totally stoked about that one piece of data. You want multiple pieces to confirm or deny that you really want that person or you really want that uh, piece of data. So say, well, on on cue, what do you know? Um, yeah, that might have been one of the people right there. Uh, but what, what I can tell you is this. We need to make each other better and it starts obviously with ourselves and being happy with ourselves and not allowing outside influences to influence your inner soul i'm fine with who i am other things i can tweak and things i can obviously right I'm, i might be searching for something i guess maybe i don't know i searched for it i found it am i that much happier I, yeah I I, I hate to break it to you, but I kind of am. Am I that shallow? No, I know that. But I am shallow at some points. I mean, we're not black and white like the world wants to make us. We're not a Democrat. We're not a Republican. We're not uh, uh, this. I mean, when it comes to maybe a football game, yes. But we're not one or the other. There's so many different layers to us. And for us to produce a narrative that we either like this or we don't, and you have to be beholden to this or be beholden to that really complicates issues that shouldn't be complicated we are not pigeonholed into liking one thing or the other yes killing a person is bad however killing a person that raped your mother might not be too bad i would buy if i was on the jury i would say of course he's not guilty so that's kind of where we're at. Everybody wants us to say, "Oh, we don't like homosexuality, but we we or we do." Well, there's layers to that. We don't like heterosexuality or we do. But there's layers to that. There's divorce rate is crazy because now women um and men both now feel that they have options or they don't. But they're getting Empowered, And if certain situations happen in a heterosexual marriage, uh, it's very easy for them to break off. So really, is marriage on either side of the coin? Why, why would a homosexuality or homosexuals want to get married? I, I would really advise against that. I think they got the right thing going over there. I think it causes much more harm than good. There are certain people that need to be married that are good people and want to raise families together. The majority of which I don't know. I don't know them. I have not seen too many of these these supposed couples that are, that 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 don't have lust in their eyes. I see it all the time. I see it when I go anywhere. The girl constantly, almost as if she's begging me to save her, like from this kidnapping, but she's just in a marriage. And I say. I say, girl, just, just, we'll meet back, like with my eyes, of course, or maybe with, you know, a piece of paper, or maybe um, I have a large phone, so maybe I write it and I say, it'll pass. You just, you know, here's my address, you know, if you ever want to, like, get away. Um, because I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to create something that's uh, right now not there. And that could be just for right now. Maybe there's a time when we'll all be monogamous. And we'll all be uh, able to send our kids to school when they don't have to do school shooting drills. Maybe we will be able to send our kids to school when they don't uh, be made fun of or something or they're not bullied. I don't know whenever this utopia is going to happen, but it's it's not going to happen in yours and mine's lifetime. I I guarantee that. I don't think that that's ever going to happen because people are what they are. There's pieces of shit. There's pieces of goodness. uh, And everybody else kind of fucking falls in between those cracks. And. What we need to do is we need to start somewhere. And I think that somewhere is Starbucks because Starbucks is kind of a microcosm of all that is – I don't want to say wrong – of all that is confusing because you have people that look semi-professional on the outside but are complete morons obviously for going there every day on the inside. I'm not saying my friend Richard is like that because he seems to be a very level-headed man, and he seems to get more out of Starbucks than um, he gives. But that was that's my job to tell him what I think, and maybe it'll open his eyes to it, and maybe he'll open my eyes to why Starbucks could possibly be uh, a great thing for people. But I look at it more like this: I had a unfortunate a unfortunate, uh, job of. Be, having to sit there and watch the lunacy that is Starbucks. I, I took it upon myself. We had a meeting here at Think LLC. I, had, I, ra- I raised my hand. And I said, I will do the job that doesn't want to be done. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? We need content, right? Let's try and find content. So my idea was to work for a DoorDash or a Postmates or a, a Uber Eats. So I took Postmates. And I figured that I would deliver to many beautiful girls. Uh maybe just getting a you know, a drink, boba drink or something. And then all of a sudden the passion would hit and then I can ask them about that, then we could content, we could film it, whatever. That was my idea. What was probably really a what I found out was absolutely the wrong idea because the all the hot girls that did order ordered in their pajamas and they did not want to see anybody good looking. In fact they the blood rushed out of their face when I did come to the door and then they just they grabbed their shit and they just ran. Because they are ordering from Postmates so they don't have to be out in the open and just nibble on things. They ordered, you know, whatever, the Baconator. They ordered the, uh, you know, the the list goes on and on. uh, Chicken nuggets, 20-piece, large, not Diet Coke, large Dr. Pepper. I mean, it was outrageous. And I think what happens is they binge and then they may sleep it off maybe or they – what do you call it? Purge. That's what they do. And I don't know. Because there's no way that uh, this girl can be doing that every morning, and uh, and that's the majority of them that, that just happens. So I thought, well, this is not gonna this content is not gonna be too entertaining for people. So what happens along the way? I was getting orders at Starbucks, and I never had ever seen this particular animalistic society that actually um, inhabits Starbucks. Starbucks has created a culture based on 10 cent horrible coffee. My Keurig is better coffee than this. Uh, And it it forced everyone to, I don't know what kind of pixie dust or angel dust that they place within the coffee to make you think that it's actually good or that it's on time because nothing. And and you're going to say, Steven, of course you're who the fuck are you to say this? Because Howard Schultz and Starbucks has a gazillion billion dollar business. You're right. I'm just observing. I I am fascinated at the fact that anybody would actually pay money to torture themselves the way that I'm I'm watching everyone be tortured. Now with Postmates, you have a credit card so you order the same way everybody does and you tell them their name is Steven. Okay, great. Yeah, that's great. And I order you know whatever. Maybe there's a bagel on top of it and then there's some coffee, right? My, to my surprise, Stephen gets called way real fast because the girl places the whatever, the, the, the frozen bagel that's been sitting out, or whatever, a bagel that's been sitting out for a while, along with those hot pocket things, whatever they have that they name like some French name to make it sound a little better. They throw that out real fast, and then you you sit there and you grab that. You're thinking, okay, well, my coffee, is my coffee here too? And the barista looks at you like I'm an idiot because you got to understand he's doing like, you know, a tremendous volume of fucking coffees. So you don't want to mess with his whipped cream or his foam. You want to allow him to foam right. So I sheepishly grabbed my bagel and I sat there. And I also saw a man named Javier grab his bagel. Luckily, my drinks came up. And I also saw another subset, which is called the fat office girl who's supposed to get everybody's coffee and she has no idea how she's going to get into her car it's a lot of work for her, especially when things are coming out so random that you have no idea and all these people are looking around this small little area they they choose a horse voiced uh (coughs) vocal fry person to say people's names so when jennifer may say is that my name no we called michelle what are you talking about no it's heather oh god it sounded like general. i mean the chaos and all these people are leaning i didn't even i don't know if they understand that they're actually doing some sort of yoga because their their legs are straight but the top the torso is is extended forward with drool with anticipation Along with their cell phone blowing up because they're probably wondering where the fuck are you. You have a meeting at 9 and they go, oh, I didn't, they're thinking in their head, oh, God, I didn't really realize that I had, st- it was going to take this long. Oh, you didn't realize it? How long have you been coming to fucking Starbucks for? From 6.30 to 10 o'clock, it's a goddamn shit show. So I'm watching this and Javier got his bagel right when I did. And I, all of a sudden I saw before Javier made a big deal about not getting his coffee, what did I see? I see a lot of stragglers come in, maybe semi-homeless to homeless, maybe a little cleaner homeless. Maybe they took a shower that day. Uh, we are by the beach. They have the showers, you know. Um, but then there's also some college kids or, or high school kids. They don't give a fuck. And they probably grab Javier's drink. Or maybe it was just poor uh, Heather thought that, that was her name and she grabbed it. But by the time she gets to her car, she looks at it. She's like, oh, fuck it. Javier, get another one, right? Well, Javier, I heard, had to be to a meeting. And he, this poor guy he had been waiting his time and he had to go to the, he, he had to go to the lady. He had to go ask her what's going on with my order. Oh, well, let me get on that. Let me go. Let me go ask the guy that's super fucking busy making phone for everybody. Cause I'm sure he remembers every name that he said during this whole time period. Hey, Trev, Trev, did you, did you, do you happen to notice a uh, Javier? What? Javier, what about him? Did you happen to say Javier? I I don't. Uh, you know what? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Javier, yeah, I, we already called that a long time ago. Oh, I'm sorry, Javier. Why weren't you listening? Uh, because I, I, I got my bagel. Maybe he called it the I don't, I don't know. There was a lot of people. I mean, I don't know. Can you just, can you just please make me another one? Because I, I have to be to my meeting. Ugh, okay, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna make this this one time for you, okay? We're gonna make this this one time, but you gotta you gotta do what you do and you gotta listen. okay this doesn't this takes two here. It takes a community. it takes a coffee community, a community of Java, a community we like to call a cup of Joe where they it we interact together. We're doing our part, you know. And you've got to do your part, Javier. Okay? Okay. We're going to make this for you. But just please, can you, if you get back over there and that... See where all those people are at leaning over over there? If you could just go back over there and maybe take a seat if you can find one. Um, and we'll call your name again. That's what I witnessed. And that is only one, one episode, <laughs> one particular time that I went to Starbucks. And... What do you know? I thought that was maybe an enigma. Uh-uh. I saw that over and over and over and over again. However, there is a bright shining light at the end of the story. Uh, we'll have you listen to that. It's our interview with Richard. Now, Richard uh, is a longtime listener, first-time caller, because of the fact that uh, he's emailed us periodically, liked our stuff, and we ended up forming a friendship, uh, so to speak. And uh, I felt that he would be a very— genuine person to talk about it and I don't want to discount his opinion uh he see the reason why I have him on here because because he seems like a totally different individual than the neanderthals that I saw uh I I even saw people arguing over it I've even seen them arguing over uh the cheese and salami pack that they have I mean the, the it is it is amazing but what I really want to bring to the people's attention how do we go from sex to fucking society, to this. Well, Starbucks is kind of the foreshadowing of where our society is headed. you got a lot of people pretending like they have this great product. Leadership, big business, tech. And they've brainwashed you to think that they're actually good at what they do. But how many times today did one of your brilliant technology pieces fail. Or when you want to show somebody a YouTube video, it failed. Or when you wanted to do something, it failed, and you're just used to it, but you're spending so much time fixing these not-ready-for-prime-time products that these motherfuckers are putting out. I bet you it took a while to download this for a second. And that's what Starbucks represents. And if we just... Get back to basics, what you know, whether it be fucking, whether it be going to your friend's house, whether it's building relationships again with your friends and not being so beholden to the information that's being given to you because, as you can see, the people in power or at Starbucks don't know what the fuck they're doing, and yet we give them money And we listen to them. Here is our interview with Starbucks aficionado, good friend of the show, Richard. Enjoy. In this news cycle, everybody has an opinion, whether it's about COVID or whatever, whether it's about Trump, whether it's about Biden, whether it's about Mexicans at the border or Haitians in your front room or Afghanistan people, to taking your property. We don't know. Everybody's got opinions about everybody or my, probably you have strong opinions about myself. We get it every week. Steven at who cares the podcast.com. Steven, at who cares the podcast.com. I get hate mail, but I also get the love to, but a lot of you now where this segment in particular, there's a lot of things I don't get in this world uh, that are phenomenons to the rest of the world. They're Uber successful. And for some reason, maybe I don't really get it. And maybe some of you else, some of you out there do not get it as well. But the majority of people do, and I don't really know. Like, for instance, back in the day, there used to be Krispy Kreme. I never got it, and guess what? It's out of business, so maybe I was right in that situation. But there's some things that have lasted and te- the test of time, and I'm trying to understand from you, the people, what it is about, not who it is, what it is about these phenomenons that uh, really... Uh, make people just go crazy you're crazy over these particular products uh, whether it be uh, in real life or on the web so i'm trying to understand this instead of me just being a keyboard warrior and attacking you uh, on twitter or whatever social media platform i'm trying to use my platform which is real and i'm trying to get to the bottom of this because maybe i could be swayed in my opinion or maybe all maybe i won't but all of you will i thought what a better what a better Choice of product or something to discuss that everybody loves, then Starbucks, the coffee enjoyment eatery, or what would you call that? It's coffee, the coffee palace, or what? Anyways, well, we have Richard on the phone here live in person. He's an actual Starbucks lover and he's been going for a long time to Starbucks, I believe, and uh, he's a long time listener, first time caller. And here we have him on the line. How you doing, Richard? Hey everyone, I'm doing well, yourself? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. And I know you've you've messaged us previously about things, and and uh, you seem like just an a, a exceptional dude. And so, who better to have you? And then I guess an exceptional product that's to be determined. But um, you you said that you had mentioned in a couple of emails something about Starbucks. So I thought, what a better way to to kick off this segment, uh, you know, things that I you know we just really don't get or I don't really get. If you could give us a little background on your Starbucks love and where you live uh, and uh, you don't have to be specific because people will probably, you know, stalk you where you live. And and, and if we could go back, take it back a little bit and see where it all began. Was it love at first sight? All right. Yeah, no problem. So I've
1: actually been a Starbucks customer um, ever since, um, um, I was, like, in high school, so around, like, 2012, that's when I started actually getting into caffeine. Um... Wait, wait, wait. I didn't really know much, because...
0: You didn't get into caffeine uh, before high school? Um, uh, no,
1: during
0: high school. You were really into the hard stuff, weren't you? Um, no, I was like
1: easy, because, like, of course, like, caffeine was basically like a strong kind of drug. I think of it as, as a drug, because, like, it gives you weight, and you, can, you have right. to, like, do something, or else, like... If you don't, then you start, like, having these major headaches. Really? And getting dehydrated. Yeah, you can actually get dehydrated from caffeine. But,
0: um, That's what they say, but, you know, there's been so many things that I've done before uh, that dehydrate me way worse. Uh, caffeine seems to be uh, non-existent now. Well, but, I mean, well, you're in high school. I'm sorry. We're, going, we're talking about you in high school, of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that happened, and I just started... Been drinking ever since then. I ended up becoming a uh, Starbucks um, rewards member since 2016. That's when I just decided on to. I think during that time I I was actually getting my first job after um, my cosmetology school. So like ever since then I've been just working my ass off and then treating myself with some coffee in the morning or during the day or even at night. And um, now I even know the the few tricks that that people should be doing. To get um, their money's worth um, for the drink, because there are a few employees who end up putting a bunch of ice onto your
0: drink, wow. and all you're basically sucking on is just ice. And, so you're and paying for us? Wow! Coffee. Well, you know what? And ladies and gentlemen, that it. We thought we were just going to have have the our uh, listeners disprove my theory about how, why it's not good, but but you're getting the inside track. Even if you do like Starbucks, Richard here is telling you make sure you look out for that coffee Nazi. I mean, the, the ice Nazi, not coffee The ice Nazi who decides to throw all kinds of ice in there for your $7 or whatever it is for your gante Latte Vente, right? Yeah, definitely. That's a huge tip right
1: there, um, especially in the morning. So if you want something cold, definitely just order without ice because um, mostly everything is very refrigerated, so you don't need ice at all. All you need is just your a- actual liquid. Coffee and
0: milk, which is already refrigerated. Okay, wait, 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 wait Tim, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not understanding because I'm not, I'm not a Starbucks, you know, yeah,
1: lifer. So normally, when you order an ice drink. Oh, ice drink, um, right, right. You get Ice in, into it. Um, right. So I suggest not, or, um, of getting an ice cold brew. Right. Um, but without the ice. Perfect. So that that definitely be a benefit for
0: you guys. So they, they keep the ice brew uh, separate. They don't. It's not like it comes out of the machine or anything. They probably brew it in the morning or something and then put it in the refrigerator. Is that what you're
1: saying? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, in the refrigerator. And then they mix it in all together once you order it.
0: So yeah, that makes sense. So you just get the ice on the side then.
1: Um, yeah, definitely get the ice if you truly really want it. If it's a very hot day, definitely get the ice separate on a separate um, cup. Probably you can definitely get it
0: more refreshed. Wow, that's pretty cool. And it doesn't it doesn't water down your coffee. Um, no, as long as you drink
1: it during that time. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, and, right, right. But if you definitely are a so drinker, well then definitely just order a small amount
0: of ice into your drink. Right. Okay. So if you yeah, if you don't wanna if you don't want the hassle of maybe you're on the go and you don't want to do the whole mixology part of it, maybe just get asked for a little bit of ice. It's already gonna be cold. Don't you worry, keep that Keep your mind fresh. Don't worry about that ice. And then you will get a, a much better experience is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, most definitely.
0: So before you knew that you were getting basically, um, ice water with a splash of coffee.
1: Yeah, basically
0: that, like one sip and I'm done. <laughs> wow. Oh, that must have pissed you off. For, oh my God. And how much, would? Well, how, yeah, <laughs> how, how much would an iced coffee be at this point now after COVID? Um,
1: Around like five dollars and up.
2: So right. It just
1: depends on what you get, especially for the seasonal drinks. Which right. Right now, we current, they
2: currently have the
0: pumpkin, and they
1: will have the hazelnut
0: um in mm. a couple of months as well. Right. That's the one that comes around during Christmas time. I remember a girlfriend yeah. of mine or something like we had to go look at lights or something, and we had to drink the hazelnut as we walked and looked at lights or something. And it was, I mean, you know, I'll tell you what. I don't know. I was leaving somebody's house early in the morning in Torrance. And it's about Two months, two months, two months ago. And uh, I was leaving their house and uh, I went in to pay for the gas because I'm like, oh, shit, I'm on empty. And I go in there and these girls couldn't have been. And there was like one was training the other girl, but they're both were sweet girls. And they they said, would you like to. And I and the brew had just started. It's like six o'clock in the morning. And that brew, the smell of it was like fantastic. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do. I don't I don't normally do this. And I I did. I drank a coffee. But I had to pull over because the thing was like sloshing around out of the thing. I don't know if they fill, I filled it up too high or they did or I'm not really – I don't remember. No, I must have filled it up too high or the machine did. I don't know. But it got hot and so I'm like, whoa, I better pull over to drink this thing. Because, and then I realized it's damn good. I, I get you. I'm, I'm not really mad about the coffee aspect. I'm, I'm not mad at Starbucks either really. I don't lose sleep over it. But I just don't get it. So I understand coffee in the morning –
1: was well, it for everyone to, for it to be more convenient for everyone, especially during the pandemic, where you're able to order your drink and then get it right through the store without waiting?
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: it has, it has been a lot trouble terms this time. It used to be a lot more convenient and super fast, but now it's more difficult.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: it's still very tasteful, um, no matter what kind of drink they do have. But then again, I also do like also. Um, Shopping for coffee, uh, other small
0: business, um, well, local um, you,
1: you, around here as well. You know,
0: I am a fan of McDonald's coffee, and I'm a fan of Dunkin' Donuts, especially because they got they they really got some strong coffee. If I ever were to drink coffee, I don't drink coffee really that much, but I think that I might be. So, love was it love at first sight? Though, like when you when you first had Starbucks, did you really like the atmosphere? Or did you really like it? Oh
1: yeah, most definitely. Like everyone there was welcoming. Um, Everyone still is, and everyone right. still greets you. And if you're like, if you shop there very often, and um, they basically know your name, and then they already know your drink order, so it's pretty nice um, being able to have that anymore. Oh. You're just
0: at that. Yeah, you place, know what? Okay.
1: Like, family or friends or whatever.
0: Yeah. All right. Point one for Richard on there because I never have experienced that. So they actually do know your name at some of these places, and that's why why some people go. You think, huh? Yeah, most definitely. Oh, that's really interesting, Richard. Uh, one point for Richard. Uh, so far, I'm zero because I never really thought of it like that. I, I've never gone to a Starbucks um, continually for them to be able to recognize me or know my name or, or anything like that. And I, I guess a lot of people uh, do do that. And so they feel comfortable there and they're they end up making friends with them. And or that they, there's still some kind of a small town treatment, I guess. Right. That Starbucks kind of offers. Is that what you're saying?
1: Um, definitely become a reward member if you actually do shop with there very often because you do get points, and those points those points are very easy to get. Um, so you can, especially, um, they have, like, every day, they have, like, these um, extra double points where you can purchase on one drink and then get double the amount of points, and then you end up adding up to, like, getting a free drink, which is amazing. Well,
0: how, well, how, how long does that take, though?
1: Um. Well, it depends on how much you actually do shop. You like how much someone actually orders there, or so right. actually there with friends. It'll definitely be a benefit if one
0: person just. Oh, you, it On to your point, thing. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So for for college kids or things of that nature, some, a lot of the, you know maybe one of them is really into the Starbucks thing, and but other kids just kind of do it some sometimes, and yeah. they just throw it on there. Yeah, that makes sense. But do those points expire ever? Um.
1: Yeah, they do. About three months.
0: Oh my! So, God. That's all. He- to
1: Good. So you definitely have to be tougher, or else they expire and then they're gone. But they try to make it as easy as possible, which is why they added those several points um, during
0: the the week. Okay. Well. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. During definitely. the week, when people actually need it, like when they're going to work and stuff. Yeah. Definitely. That makes sense. Okay. And and to somebody that goes to Starbucks a lot, three months is an eternity. Uh, right? That you would not, you that you would not go there.
1: Yeah. So if you are definitely a big shopper, then it's definitely a
0: plus for you. Right. Then you, three months of not going to Starbucks would be like like life itself or something. It's like, come on. Oh, i yeah. I breathe so there. Like, yeah. Right. That so makes sense. Right. Right. <laughs> that, that makes sense. yeah. Makes
1: sense. I don't want
0: to wait. yeah. <laughs> if you don't. Everybody, uh, what I did during uh, the COVID crisis, uh, I did uh, something called Postmates. I think that's nationwide. I'm not really sure, but. Like Doordash or, or Uber Eats. and well the the idea of it was to get content for a couple of our channels and but um I was able to go to Starbucks more than I've ever gone in my whole life, but to be like five and I started to notice something maybe six I started to notice something a trend and um I was and then i I thought of something I said the people at Starbucks are out of their mind and but it's not really their fault it's because Starbucks creates this um Environment of unorganized chaos. I mean, of organized—not of organized chaos. Uh, uh, the fact that they put usually they put a boy with maybe the hoarsest voice possible, or a boy that's not very sure of himself, or a girl that's not very sure of to be the call out person to uh, a, maybe I don't know thirty people waiting for their not only their coffee but their bagels. And 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 ten dollar uh, hot pockets or whatever else they have in that little glass case of theirs, or maybe some cheese and and crackers, whatever it is that's overpriced, they and that they don't they don't give both of them to you at the same time. Am I correct in that, Richard? Um, well, sometimes
1: it just depends on the person. Sometimes they're not even enough having the item with you, especially if you're doing a mobile order. Really,
0: uh... No, what I'm saying is I would I would have to go order it, so I would I would get the whole experience. Yeah. It, it, the mobile order was not even there yeah. yet. Yeah, so I would order it with the credit card that Postmates gave me, and then I would sit and wait, like everybody else. My my experience with places usually is when you order something, they come out together, not Starbucks. Yeah. And so what I saw, uh-huh. what I saw was, uh-huh. honestly, God, this is what I saw. Um, people. T- definitely taking on purpose or on accident because I did see some like uh, some kids come in and just grab like whatever. And I'm like, oh, wow. I and mean, I'm not going to. I mean, that's on Starbucks, man. I'm not going to. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Janine. How do I know? Uh-huh. who did it? Maybe that is uh-huh. Janine. But what it looked like to me is they just they just ran up to that counter. The kid, the girl didn't even hear it because the kid can't even speak. That's they they put in charge of the, uh, you know, t- 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 saying the names of everybody. Right. So he's like, Helen. Helen, Helen, are you there? Helen, or his voice is changing or something. I don't know. But it and then bef- uh, it, it, two times Helen gets called because one time in the beginning, the toast just came out of the oven or something. So they th- I got to throw it out there hot. And Helen doesn't. Helen's like, well, I guess I'll just wait for it. And while Helen's waiting for it, her, her, her toast gets stolen, but she keeps her coffee because she doesn't want to get up twice. And then you have all the people and i want to call it like the people of Starbucks they're like leaning over this small area like they couldn't make the place where they give the the coffee the little cube or the little corner usually it's like a usually it's like a little corner right very tiny it's a very tiny corner that they use and and they put the coffee out and and you have all these people like leaning forward the the pain on these people's faces richard is something I've never seen before. Because they're, is, is that my, especially if it's crowded? Oh my God. I mean, it's, it is, it is a free for all. And, and they're, they're listening like so intently to their name. And is that mine? Is that my latte? Did you say, Jennifer? I thought you said, I thought you said Richard, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I thought, it is, it is Sorry, a fascinating. No, that, uh, uh, people are in a rush. So, like, when um, people are in a rush or when you're
1: in during the day, um, when it's the busiest, um, people tend to actually steal other people's um, cups and um, other stuff that they ordered. Right. So you definitely have to make sure that um, it, that you actually get the right um, p- product or um, purchase that you actually made, because it's also not fair for the other person for them to wait up extra right. time. Right. And and I um, you, I,
0: I get the, I get that, but why is it on you?
1: Um, it's not on us. Actually, um, Starbucks is actually very um, quite, um, what do you
0: call it? Um, Customer-oriented? You know that that happens, so they're they're actually um, able to
1: redo your whole um, purchase, but it does take a lot longer. They're much understandable about people doing other people's strings. There we go.
0: Right, because you look at the guy doing the, uh, what is it, the latte machines or whatever those coffee machines are, and he looks so frazzled. He looks like he's he's... I mean, he's the one that works the hardest, I think. Or she, or whatever. Who has ever, excuse me, you know, whatever. He, she, they. They look like they're frazzled. And, and you don't even want to talk to them. Like, you don't even want to ask them, is that mine? Because they're like, of course that's yours, you know. And I understand their side, you know. So make them the caller, too, right? Don't they? So well, I
1: don't know what I do for that, for not to happen. If I just give them a foreign name, um, give them a foreign name for them that way, that way, you, yeah, that way, that way, that way that person actually knows what you're talking about, like, shit, a uh, name, like, something like Lord Voldemort or something. That's better. fucking great.
0: I was going to say Aqua did a job, but that's cool. I like Lord Voldemort better. <laughs> that's actually, that's the hack right there, right? If you, if you, there ain't no other Lord Voldemort there. So that is perfect. That's fun, and it makes it fun. Yeah, though. it makes it fun. But you know yeah, what? It definitely makes it fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like the w- that's kind of crazy. Like let's see the weirdest, and let's see everybody's faces react to that. Because you know you got a whole bunch of Jims, Janets, and Ricks, and and uh, Trevor's and and uh, Heather's. Oh. You know, everybody's. You know, guaranteed that one of somebody there would have that name, but not Lord Baltimore. Yeah. With our huge audience, with our huge audience, Richards, you're going to have competition now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, if you're like, if, if, if you have a favorite movie, um, come up with that same artist of if, if that, art, um, I mean, actor's um, name is actually unique or different.
0: Mm. So if I say Robin Williams?
1: Yeah, definitely go for it. <laughs> 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 so let's have that
0: at is that really your name, sir? Yes, it's really my name. My name is Robin Williams. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So, well, that that's cool. You know what? The one thing though about that, I think that's great that you gave us. You're now you now are two and zero. Richard is two and zero on Steven right now because I think you kind of you put me in check. The one thing that I think though about it is that why didn't Starbucks? Come up with a—I—I I can't believe that this billion-dollar company has had the success that it has with the infrastructure that I witnessed. And I understand they're trying to keep that little that 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 small coffee shop feel, you know, like that local, you know, back in the '90s kind of uh, whenever coffee took off, you know, when there'd be bands playing in the front and there'd be you know people drinking coffee. It wasn't so corporate, you know, that kind. of – I understand that that's why they do that whole calling out of the thing and to make it more personal, you know, that's their gimmick or whatever, but I think it's just, it's not, it, I've never seen something so inefficient be so efficient, because obviously, what the fuck do I know, they have a billion dollar business, and I don't, I just have a million dollar business called this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: it's just very different, <laughs> I'm not like things run, but, yeah, um, you should definitely just know where you're at, and, um, figure out something, give, um, figure out some new tricks, um. That's all it takes, especially with life, just like figuring out um, how you want to um, figure out your own life and what you want to do. Um, especially if you want to make it fun and easy, just like making up those names. That's definitely
0: a tip right there for Starbucks. I fucking love that. You're actually relating, you know, the way you treat Starbucks is the way you should treat your life. With carefree and with, uh, with, with, playful, with a playful attitude. I love it. It's great. Yeah, that's great. I love it. That's really cool, Richard. I'm at .3. Goddamn, Richard, kicking my ass. With have you ever done quote-unquote work on your laptop in Starbucks? Um,
1: I, well, no, not really. I, well, I basically, normally when I do stuff, I normally take my phone. I have seen a few friends of mine doing so, but honestly, for me, it's not, I don't really... I like doing like my whole work, especially like around other people that I don't have to work. <laughs> right? Just like you never know if that person might end up like stealing your stuff or absolutely. Your laptop, which is like it, it can't take price, especially for work, where like it's, all your work is done. And then like, what's gonna happen? is Someone's gonna take it away, and then you have to start all over and have to make up an excuse, even though that is an excuse C- of collabing
0: or that. Yeah, correct. No, hundred percent correct. I mean, I I can't believe a worse place. That, first of all. Uh, how much work can you get done when there's people coming in, good looking or not? Like, either one would take take away my. I have ADHD like a motherfucker, so I would just, you know, be looking all over. I, I don't even know if I'd look at my laptop because I'd just be watching the. Yeah, I would be wa- people idea. watching. <laughs> yeah, and and so do you think that these people? And, and then not, not only that, their IP their IP address is open. So uh, any any hacker worth like the most. The most amateur of hackers could just sit outside and pluck, 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 pluck right? I mean, so you have yeah, to go. Yeah. You have to go in there with like so uh, so many VPNs. You might, you might have to have a, a, a air card. You might, have I – mean, whatever the case may be, you have to have things bouncing all over the place for you to even be safe on your computer at all to do work. Why can't you work at home or at the library or what? Do you, what let me ask. You, what do you think it is? What's wrong with these people? Do they want to be seen like they're doing work? Do they? find like, comfort, there. What? What? and they're by themselves. And they always look like they're doing something. I'm telling you, I did, my di- I did my due diligence. It didn't look like they were doing too much. They definitely have a Bluetooth in their ear. Nine times out of ten, they have a Bluetooth. I don't know what that's for. Yeah. Maybe they make a couple calls. Yeah. Well, but they stay there all day. No, I feel like
1: that's a, um, I think it's just that uh, some people might not even have the, um, the right place to actually even study or do their own work or at a comfortable place or even at home where it's even the busiest or you might even have family just communicating with you with just distractions over conversations that isn't helpful for your work and yeah some people don't have that luxury to even have a quiet place. Uh, No I I get that but picture I get
0: I get that Richard but picture the person that I'm talking about right now does that person look like they don't have a quiet place at home? Like they're not like runaways. They're not like young yeah, minority kids, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they're usually like some bearded, bearded forty-five-year-old dude, or like a <laughs> white guy. <laughs> that, so maybe we should check. All, I think what we should do, Richard. I think we should put a task force together and start checking these computers because they might be vi- they might be just using that that cam on their computers, you know, up the skirt or something like that. Like Zooming in on people's junk or some of that. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're all predators. I think they're all predators. Everybody out there, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're working on your laptop at, at Starbucks, we just deemed you a predator. I think I'm going to give myself a point for that one, Richard. We really didn't have an answer for that one. We've got to let those people go. I don't think we should encourage that. Anymore. I mean, at least a, a, a forty five minute window. I mean, how much work? Come on. Unless you can show some hardship, I get you on that. Because if they don't have a safe space, a quiet space, or you know, a, or it's a, a, a high school kid or a, a college person that, you know, the the parents are you know they're not real supportive or whatever, and they you know, th- and they have Wi Fi there. All more power to them, you know. But I don't know about all these other old people and stuff that are in there doing. Like you ain't a CEO. Relax. You through the steps here of uh, when you go to Starbucks tell me your before feeling and your after feeling. Um so
1: before it's definitely nice being able to see like what they have on what the special things that are on the board with like the season the seasonal drinks that we have. So it's definitely nice seeing those like uh, pictures especially with the child board uh, decorated nicely and stuff or even the whole decoration that they do during uh, the season. Um it's pretty nice being able to see that and seeing that change every year or even get, if you're there every day, um, seeing the same employees and having I mean, that smile and then them telling you how are you and how are things are going. That's pretty amazing. Then after, once you get the drink, it's like also nice being left out with like a really um, nice uh, conversation with um, the employees um, and with, of course, with your drink, especially if you know what you are actually ordering. If not, then you might end up having those accidents where like someone else
2: got your
0: dream um, <laughs> no but for the most part you, you wouldn't go if it was yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't go if it wasn't a positive experience so like, let's say perfect you know yeah. get you get your uh, uh pumpkin spice or you get your hazelnut or whatnot and then you're feeling afterwards are you you're pretty you're a satisfied dude oh yeah definitely like I'm definitely
1: satisfied because um, I do have a dog I <laughs> I just have to get him a puppetino so, like, even he is happy when he gets his own little whipped cream cup. So, yeah, it definitely, um, I'm with
0: a smile on my face. Um, that's and cool seeing my dog being all happy drinking his puppetino. That's hilarious. That's yeah. that's cool. I mean, that, that really that puts a, I mean, man, uh, Starbucks, you guys can also. Uh, dot com And I will take definitely royalties for this Because I'm in Sounds like I I came in here trying to shit on your business And Richard putting me in my place here Is there anything That you would change About Starbucks Uh, The drive-thru
1: The drive-thrus are always the busiest No matter where you are Right Yeah, the drive-thrus are just like Very hectic and people tend to cut or just like be very awful people
0: and have road rage and um, yeah, road rage is definitely the <laughs> the thing to but, ever have. So but, so if you if I'm, I'm understanding if I'm understanding this correctly, the the people that I used to see inside of Starbucks have that that were just kind of you know they were just kind, they were just waiting on like uh, thin ice and they were just leaning over the like and like you know they're they're like you know puppy dog waiting for their their treat. And, but the people in line with their cars, those people are actually should be put in jail? Is that that's basically what you're saying? No,
1: <laughs> well, they are just very... Um, unhinged? Um, um, they're, they're, yeah, unhinged people who are just like very um, wrapped in their own world where they think that they're the priority. So like you right. definitely need to <laughs> get that's away right. from them, even though, even though you, you should actually definitely just push them away because um, they...
0: Are just like very not so great people. No, I don't
1: and think that, so. All actually
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not even they're not even going for the experience. They're going there for the fucking high. They're like a, a fucking heroin addict. It's like give me my give me my heroin right now. I, you know, I'm not even going to talk to my dealer. I just want my goddamn heroin, and I got to get out of here and I got to shoot it. Right. That's basically what those people are. Whereas whereas you you're like you're like a um, what's that what's that drug where they put um, they put it over like a, a, a crystal a- absinthe. Right, it was like the drug of uh, all the thinkers and and modern playwrights and all that. Where we became, well, it was a whole experience. And they would get all the thinkers together, and they'd pour it over the sugar cube, and then they would take their little hits or whatever, and then they would all come together in a community-based environment and uh, yeah. and talk about the ways of the world. That's the experience that you get. The people in the drive-through are pretty much fake-ass Starbucks drinkers. Yeah,
1: definitely. I'm more what go with the flow, with a great attitude. And enjoy the ride. But if those, are the, if those aren't the people that you don't see around there, then you definitely just need to push them away because they definitely um, really want, they definitely push people out and
0: they definitely want to be really. Um, so, what would you suggest? Should we put a sign at the drive through that says, what would it say? I mean, I'm trying to think of what it would say like, uh, we really don't like you, but we will take your money, uh, your piece of garbage. Um, but go ahead and get your latte anyways, or something like that, you know, something something sweet, you know? I the people that don't want to wear masks. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true, huh? They are those people, huh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that, but you know it's kind of on Starbucks too, because a lot of times they put these Starbucks locations without proper... Um, it's like they want to make the drive through very, very tiny to make it look the overflow is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, definitely. Yeah. It seems like they don't, they always like, I think they do that on purpose. And I'm noticing another uh, company do that too. And I'll get into that. But, uh, in and out was, I think was the originator of that. They always used to make these really short drive-thrus to make it look like, of course it's, they're falling out, they're falling off out into the street. And now because they're so beloved and everything, now they actually do have like long drive-thrus. But in the early days in and out used to make these really short, um, drive throughs in their in their in their first uh you know first whatever batch of, of of locations so that it would make it look you know more crowded than it is so that's interesting man but starbucks still because the one right here by my house did, did you ever go to that one it's here over here in Hunta beach no? I, okay. no I
2: haven't
1: gone to that one yet yeah. I, I passed by it and
0: it's super busy
1: super Mother, but not nearby there, yeah,
0: this was directly like I mean, it's like I could I could throw a baseball if I could throw that. Yeah, I don't know if I could, but a major league player could throw a baseball and hit uh, hit the Starbucks by me here. And uh, and it 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 goes into but the problem is it goes into the 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 rest of the mall parking or, or plaza. It's a mall. It's a plaza, and so like everybody's just and it's chaos. I mean, it's chaos all almost all hours of the day. And and people get so mad that you want to just go through there because I don't know. We just want to use the, the regular routes, you know. But you're right, these people are very, very um, territorial of their, their slot in their Starbucks line. And they are probably yeah. non vaxxers or non whatever mask wearers. I'm not going to say non vaxxers because I haven't got my vaccination yet, but um, they're probably, um, you know, those people. They just part way too much. Right. I wouldn't even say that. I don't think it I don't think it's uh like a, a liberal or a conservative thing. I think it's it, I think it's a all because board. There's assholes in both uh, both those sides and and I think that you get the non-masked people, but then you also get the people that like you said they're too busy. They're too busy they can't go there. So you know what I did? is I I I wanted to test it because I really didn't care about the people's order that I was getting it for in Postmates. So like what do I care? So I tested it. And so I could see that this was taking forever in the line. So I got out, and then I go and I go inside, and it was it, all you had to do was get outside and go experience Starbucks for yourself, you know. Inside, and they get it to you right away, pretty—I mean, fairly quickly, you know, when you go inside.
1: Yeah, definitely, it's better to order actually in store than to be waiting at the drive-through. Right? Because some people don't even know how to drive, and some people don't even have a driver's license, so you need to watch out for those
0: people too. <laughs> oh shit, that's true. And then they
1: get yeah. Then they get road rage and then get upset, even. And then, yeah, it's oh. just that some of them don't even have car insurance, car insurance. List, so you definitely
0: need to stay away from those people. <laughs> God damn it, we would. Yeah. God, Starbucks opened up a can of worms when they did that drive through. Definitely,
1: it's a lot worse, especially during this time. No one oh. can't afford anything right now
0: because that, that's uh, true. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know what's interesting though? Starbucks still, still seems to be making record profits, though. That's crazy. Um,
1: yeah, so it's a grown company.
0: Let me ask you too, I know this is one that's for for since time began and this is some, it sounds like some the question out of the nineties, like Seinfeld or something like that. But why the stupid names like Venti, um la, uh, what is it the other one? Venti Latte? What was it? Venti Grande Grande. Um,
1: Trenta
0: one, um, right? Trenta, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, it's a gimmick, right? But at which point do we we know you're big already. You don't need a gimmick anymore, Starbucks. You can just say large, medium. Or is that part of the the aesthetic? Um, oh, no.
1: Yeah, it's not a large, small, medium. <laughs> um, um, I suggest just getting, if it's your first time, I just get the Grande, um, then move up from Venti. And don't, don't even go even higher from the Venti. Just order a separate cup. Just like I mentioned before, if you want a cold drink, um, order the ice iced coffee without the ice, and get a separate cup of ice, and just pour it down there.
0: Well, what, what, what do you mean? Just or start with the grande. Like, say I'm ordering a hot but, coffee, but it not matter.
1: My- even with uh, any other franchise company, um, they also do have like the the large, and then like this other bigger plus one. I forgot what they call it, but like they do have like other cups where like we actually noticed that some cups actually are about the same amount. They just uh, swim and swim them down from the bottom, and large them up all the way up.
0: Gotcha. Huh? Um, yeah. I.
1: I it's weird uh, how the measurement—um—how they do their measurement codes, but it's basically, yeah, they basically take out uh uh money from from what it's worth. Um, so, so just go grande or venti.
0: I got you. And so, really, what's what's the largest one? Trenta. Uh. And so that's, like, they, that's a super size thing. But really, all it is is just, like, they, they went slim on the bottom and then rose to the top. Yeah. Gotcha. Definitely, yeah. All right. Well, that's... I mean, you're learning so... We're learning so much here on the Who Cares podcast with Richard. Thank you so much for joining us right now. But I have a couple more questions and we'll wrap it up here. Put a bow on it and wrap it up. Um, yeah, imagine that was you. Imagine you had to work there. Would you like to work there is basically what I'm asking you. Oh, well,
1: I, I tried. I, you I did? actually tried applying there. Um, I... But then I've, I've I've always noticed ever since I was a customer saying, "Oh, never mind, I don't want to," because like I've been seeing those people, Because, like, the The most um, complicated customers mm-hmm. in the whole world are actually the um, the food industry customers. Absolutely. So, yeah, so they actually have different um, opinions about like so many foods, or they're the allergic to things, or. Right. just don't like the way it looks or the texture isn't right or isn't right. cooked very well or right. uh, isn't very cold or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So people just themselves are just very complicated and I would never really work. Actually well, I've worked at a restaurant before, but honestly it, fits, it was a buffet which was which made it easier because so oh, yeah. I didn't have to take care of any cooking or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, people are just like very complicated and um, It's definitely for those people who actually do do work in the food industry. It's because I wouldn't be able to handle that at all. Like, I'm like, oh, complicated order
0: right over here. Right. Which brings me to my next question: Why not coffee bean and tea leaf, Richard? Why not whatever some of the other ones out there?
1: Um, I guess it's just the way um, people manage things. Um. You would definitely have to push those employees to give them, like, a smile. You have to push them to give give you an act, a good act of being kind and um, nice and very um, understandable with what you want to order. Or if, if you don't have those priorities in your head, then the whole business goes down. Um,
0: no, no, I understand that. But why 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 did you choose Starbucks and why not the coffee bean and tea leaf or maybe what are some of the other ones out there? Uh that are similar to Starbucks. They, they, they have a pretty good distribution, but they don't have as many as Starbucks. I get that. Is that the, is that the reason, do you think? Or have you ever given yeah. one of these other places a shot? No pun intended? I have
1: given other places a shot, especially um, around here locally. Um, but I guess it's just um, the way advertised or the way people just act. But um, like there's some way of being just kind and saying hello. Um, um, just good customer service. Just, like, no matter where you go, you always want, want to be, like, the
0: same, really greeting you with a nice smile or just being nice and helping you out on what you want to order. Especially uh, for a new person where you don't have no idea of what you want to order, they can right. give you a suggestion. That's yeah. true. That's true. That That is true because, you know, of course, me, when I go in there, I'm like, I don't even know. I'm a, I'm a venti. I, the, you know, so they they are pretty nice about that. But do you think it's a... Do you think it's a, I, I get the feeling that it's a little more fake nicety versus like Chick-fil-A who is l- legitimately nice.
1: Um, yeah. It's uh, just a just a being kind. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. like you um, you don't really get that, especially during this time either. Because like right now, what I've been noticing is that people are just like very shy, timid, a little bit crazy, weird. Or just like a level when you want to speak to you. i um, been noticing that during this year, during this pandemic. Um, but yeah, um, definitely just be, um, being able to just be kind, um, talkative, and helpful. That definitely um, helps everyone out with um, you, making choices, ordering stuff, um, and um, yeah, yeah, just being out
0: there basically i don't know what else to say no 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 that's that's beautiful man it's beautiful and that that kind of takes us to the the last part here i'm going to wrap it up with a little story here richard i um i went to a starbucks i don't know if it was for postmates or or, i don't know It's kind of a blur because it seemed like i went to starbucks a lot in during Covid's time or whatnot but i went there and um there was this i mean she was she looked like a model I mean, she was beautiful and, and so sweet, so genuine nicety. And she was the the person that I'm order, going to order from. And, and I'm kind of standing there like, because, you know, I don't really know the menu. And I'm looking at it like, and all of a sudden she starts writing. I thought she was going to like, I thought she was being a jerk for a second on this chalkboard. And then she writes, hi, I'm deaf. If you could please write down your order on this chalkboard for me. And then I will definitely make sure that the order gets to you or something like that. And I just, it really, number one, uh, it makes you appreciate life, but that's, she looks like she's a I mean, she was absolutely gorgeous. That was something that I would never, ever, ever have imagined, that this girl was deaf. It's not like, you know, I don't know what a deaf person looks like. I guess anybody could be deaf. But, you know, you just don't think of things like that, right? I mean, this this girl is almost intimidatingly gorgeous. Uh, which I don't get intimidated, of course, by beauty, but she was pretty close to it. But you could see the genuineness, the happiness, and then the fact when she kind of laid it out, I, it just took me back, and I go, "Oh my god, okay." And so then I start talking to her like a dummy. <laughs> Almost so you can't, you can't, you can't hear me, huh? No, I'm just kidding. I did not say that to her. So I said, "Okay, you know," and um, you could just tell the spirit that came from her. And uh, it's funny because I talked to somebody else that lives in the area, and they're like. Oh, did you talk to the? That's my friend. She is. A, she's absolutely in real life too, a wonderful person. She met another deaf person who's equally as good looking. The guy, uh, and which is fascinating. But they're both deaf, so I'm not really sure what that means. Uh, I guess beauty, the, trumps all. I guess I don't know. But <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is that the, she she seemed to be like, just, and, and but I thought how cool is that uh, that Starbucks. You know, gave her that opportunity because you know why? I was in a rush. That's what I remember. I was in a rush that day, and I remember thinking, "God, I'm the one." I has to get the deaf girl here, huh? Am I? Am I, I feel like curbing enthusiasm or something like that, you know? And I'm like, "Am I?" I'm looking around. Where are the cameras at? I mean, because I, I was. It must have been for postmates because I was in a rush. I was in a rush, yeah, and, and and but then I had to take a deep breath. <sighs> And just let her do her thing. And I think, oh, and then I think it was Postmates because I remember I had to message the person about their order because they didn't have one of the items. And uh, so I had to do that. And then I had to rewrite on the chalkboard. So it was a whole situation. But you know what? Maybe we should just take a deep breath and allow things to open up first and act accordingly instead of pushing our our drive-through skills on everybody else. I don't know, Richard, what would you say after, I mean, what do you, I mean, it's a pretty interesting story, but what would you say, uh, okay. what would you, what would you, for that yep.
1: story I would just say that it's actually a pretty nice uh, quality, actually, is a real thing, and it's still happening, and it's still hard for others um, to be able to comprehend it, stuff like that. Right. Uh, especially for a, 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 a disability person, it's definitely hard for them to even have a job, because, like,
0: I don't kid. yeah but that <laughs> th- but that's the thing though but that's the thing though I don't think that she has a difficulty getting a job because she's so pleasant on the eyes I mean like I'm talking like and isn't that weird the dichotomy right of yeah I'm deaf but I'm gorgeous yeah so the, the, the thing is a lot
1: of people who are very um, just like of a- I didn't
0: know deaf people were gorgeous Richard is what I'm saying <laughs> I didn't know de- <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, like you actually get to know them no, i know i'm just messing with i also mention about communication and um, kindness is that you have to basically be able to communicate with the person to figure out what if they might even have a disability or not or if they're like if they're maybe like gay or um, lesbian or something like that right um, but overall they are attractive people um some <laughs>
0: I know, I'm just playing. I know just because they have a disability doesn't mean they can't be attractive. <laughs> I, I don't know why though, but you know, people automatically, I, I guess that's just something in our mind or something like, well, you get a disability, probably not that good, you know. No, no, they just like, you know, some defect or something happened at birth or, or whatever or something, unfortunately, you know, like my eye almost, I lost that last week and I'd be, if I couldn't see it, the left eye, I'd be a half blind, very, very attractive man. So that'd be crazy. But um, w- one last thing here, Richard, uh, thank you so much for being on here. Um, and if there's anybody out there that has any kind of contacts within the flight community, I guess you would say the, uh, how would you, what, what kind of community would it be? Yeah. Uh,
1: so just like anyone who has experience with any flight attendants, flight attendants, help me out and, <laughs> and try to contact me. Um, I guess you're able to contact me through my Instagram, which is follow. Um, to Wait, how do you spell that? Yeah, so the uh, it's gonna be F A L L um, I V E two uh,
0: Or do you want to give an email? Do
1: you have an email or do you? Uh, oh. oh yeah, definitely email. Um, my email is gonna be Abiel. Um, so it's gonna be A as an Apple, B as in Brandon, D as in Deer, I as an Igloo, E as an Elephant. L F in Larry. Um C F cat. Oh, as in octopus, and Nectar. Um, and 95 at gmail.com.
0: At Gmail. Well, wow, that is a long long That's Gmail.
1: Woo like <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, Abdil Khan ninety five basically is what it spells, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, if anybody's in the flight attendant industry, if there's an opening out there, or if you have any kind of information, Richard, uh, Richard wants to be a, a flight attendant pretty soon. And uh, if you could, maybe even if you, there's no openings, maybe give him the pros and cons, or give him a little advice, or uh, or, or maybe even better, uh, some job opportunities for him. Uh, as you can tell, he's very thoughtful, thorough, in, in in what he does. If we're talking, if he's this thorough with coffee, imagine how he'll be with. Uh, people in the in the skies. So, thank you, Richard. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah,
1: my well, Thank you for having this conversation with me. I really love spending, spending time with you. Just communicating with you, it's, also, it's always awesome hearing your voice in this with you. hearing all your um, episodes on,
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, dude.
2: All do. If one thing I know, I fall, but I grow. I'm walking down this road of mine, this road that I go home, so where am I?